covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad. This is IDP Nation. Manning back, bouncing fire to the far side. It's intercepted and running into a touchdown. Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down. That's a sack. Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B. Welcome to IDP Nation, episode 102. I am your host, Daryl Winstead, a.k.a. Hollywood Titan, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle Bellefue. What's going on, Kyle? What's happening, man? Hey, um, I'm just you know, chilling it's, like a villain, brother. I know you missed me since we were off last week, so um, no, no. Uh, g- glad to be back. And, hey, we got football tonight and a stacked guest list. So Oh, we do. Um, we do have yes. football. It's the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, how about that? Dallas Cowgirls and the uh, Pittsburgh Squillers. <laughs> you know, we got those going on. And we do have a stack to house tonight. We've got yes, we do. one and only the great Mike Wallert, a.k.a. Smooth Jazz. Smooth Jazz. Smooth Jazz from uh, 4 for 4. <laughs> He's shaking his head at me. <laughs> it's not because of that. It's not because of that. Trust me. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, yeah, we it's... have Mike Wallert with us. For sure, I'm 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 already about ready to to walk off the set because one, your intro, you had Baker Mayfield getting sacked, and you have Antonio Brown punting the Cleveland punter in the face. So we're already you, off to I a bad Baker start. Mayfield getting sacked, yeah. but that Antonio Brown kicking the punter is never going away, ever, dude. I'm 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 out. I'm out. Yeah. I can't, can't say podcast ever, Kyle. <laughs> Yeah. We are two minutes and twenty seconds in, and show's over. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Nah. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Hope, hopefully, you guys are good. Have you, man? No, doing good, man. Thanks, thanks for joining us. And we've got our good friend and good buddy. Uh, we're in a number of leagues with him. Joins us on podcast. Talks a lot of crap with us in some DMs. <laughs> One of my favorite follows, the Moosehead. Duje, Sean Duje, what's up, Sean? Just drinking moose hats, chilling like a villain, <laughs> chilling like Bob Dylan. <laughs> I hear you. I got to get some of those cans. I, I don't either that or I'm going to have to move to Canada because those cans are killer. Oh yeah. I don't think you can get in. There's a certain IQ level. You gotta. <laughs> you can't just. We don't just take anybody. Definitely yeah, not Kyle. people from Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, Hollywood, I think you'd have a trouble getting across the border. I got to – yeah, I got to agree. It'd be tough. Really? It's going to be three on one tonight? I oh, see yeah. How this, I see how this oh, is yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. With, the, with that intro, yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's three on it's three on. Me and, one. Me and dudes I were feel, already against you. And I, I feel attacked. It, yeah. Mike's, Mike feels personally attacked after the intro. So. That's fine. That's fine. It's I'm on. A stacked deck, you know what? I, I love being the underdog. I'll take this challenge. So we're good. We're all good. Uh, <laughs> Mike, tell them what, where you're at, what you're doing, what you're working on, a little bit about yourself, man. Oh, well, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're kicking, uh, four for four. Um, I got, uh, all my rankings updated through, I think today, um, put together my IDP breakout series and 
rankings tiers and we're just we're just kicking things off for the regular season it's time to go dot hunting and see who's calling the plays and updated by three down article three down linebacker article as many times as i possibly can through the regular up to the regular season so we are we are locked and and ready to roll Awesome. Absolutely. It, I love following you this time yeah. of year because I know you're on top of the green dot hunting. Um, yep. Everything you tweet about green dots, I'm tuned into because I, I know you're on it. So love that. Yeah, stuff. If you're not, if you're not keeping up on Mike's uh, three down linebacker article throughout the season, you're missing all that is a must read. Keep up on it every week. He's telling you who the every down LBs are, what their yep. snap counts are looking like and who's wearing the dot. And that changes from certain situations when injuries happen. That article's if you play ADP, you got to keep up on that one. Jacob Phillips got the green dot in Cleveland. I heard. What's up? Jacob Phillips got the green dot oh. in Cleveland. Well, I think right now with Walker out, Walker was the play caller, and then he got hurt. So now it's Phillips. So Walker right now, kind of week to week. So hopefully it's nothing too serious. Yeah, that's a, that's a big blow if they lose him. Yep, for sure. Awesome, and, and we'll get into this green dot stuff here in a few minutes. Um, we'll go over some news and notes. We'll get that out of the way real quick, and then we'll get we will get uh, lit, as the kids say. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Uh, maybe this, uh, maybe this. Maybe let's this. let's get lit, Daryl. Let's get lit. I don't, I, don't have, I don't have any problem with that. So, I know you don't. You know, <laughs> is it crunk lit? I don't know. I don't know. You know, whatever. I know the dudes uh, don't either. Sponsored by Moosehead up there in the top yeah, right. Yeah, Moosehead. So. I mean, you can't go wrong with a beer called Moosehead. I mean, come on, man. Straight out of Canada. <laughs> Straight out. Of- Yes, straight out of Canada. Yes, yep. Brampton, baby. Um, Arizona Cardinals linebacker Chandler Jones requested a trade this offseason. He's unhappy with his contract and his future with the team. Um, I saw somewhere that apparently when they drafted Zavin Collins, he was told that maybe his role is in doubt or in question. Um I don't know that I agree with that if that's what happened, but so stupid. I mean, they're going to roll with basically two rookies because Isaiah Simmons, he's a second year guy, but basically a rookie because he didn't play a whole lot last year. Um, What are you guys thinking about this? I mean, I know they have Marcus Goldston, who's a veteran. I get that a presence. You got JJ Golden. Yeah, Golden. Sorry. Um, you got JJ Watt, but can he stay healthy? I mean, do you really want to let Chandler Jones leave? No. I don't. Hell no. No, he's he's been their most consistent pass rusher. I was very surprised to see them let Reddit go once they figured out exactly how to play him. Right. Um, right. I mean, you you he's one of your guys you developed and you finally put him into a spot, you let him walk. Um, I mean, Zach Allen. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot there. I would definitely try to keep Jones, and I don't see how Collins is going to interfere with with Jones's um, spot. I mean, they're going to play Collins all over. Um, but yeah, Watt. 
I mean, he's he's getting. I mean, he played. I think he did play. Actually, end up playing all sixteen. Um, but yeah. I think at this point in his career, that's probably more of an anomaly than than what you're going to expect as far as the norm. But yeah, I. I mean, he got hurt last year. I would probably, if I'm Jones, I'm probably taking a a, a deal where I can take it with them and kind of proving it. Yeah, I, I can still, I can still bring the pain. Right. I mean, Simmons and and Collins has got to be your two inside guys, right? With Jordan Hicks out, um, I got to right. think that Watt and Jones is your two outside guys with um, Marcus Golston or Golden. Sorry as being as that rotational piece, I just don't see how they can let Chandler Jones go. I mean, he's been so valuable to them and one of the best players at that position for the last three, four or five years. And he's cheap. Like, yes, yes. yeah, I picked him up everywhere this off season. Yeah. I can't and see I, why you would alienate the man. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. I, you, you, I could also see them slotting it in for success and you piss off a guy that you know what I mean has right. huge sack potential. Yeah. I could see maybe Devon Kennard, maybe taking that Reddick role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, him and, you know, uh, he's, he's, he's a, he's a guy that you don't think about, but can sneakily get you six, seven, eight sacks in a season. If you right. put him in the right position. So I could see him taking, taking that role, but you're not making up Reddick's production for sure. Yeah, I just think losing Jones is such a big hit for that defense because you're hoping that Devon Kennard and uh, – I mean Marcus Golden, sorry. Marcus Golden yeah. and uh, Dennis Gardick are going to, you mm-hmm. know, fill that spot and try to get the production that you're going to get on Chandler Jones. I mean, Gardick's been fine in like a small limited sample size, but what's it look like if he's playing a big amount of snaps? We're not quite yeah. sure. But – um yeah, I'm a big Chandler Jones fan, and uh, like, like Douche said, he's you know why why would you piss him off if you can just keep that that uh, important piece of your defense with what you're putting together with Collins likely holding down the middle and Isaiah Simmons having more of a you know a more stable role per se hopefully I, we think and um, that defense should be really fun and uh, like I think Tripp said last time we were talking with him like the biggest question if Jones stays would be who can hold down the nose tackle spot. Um, yeah. To anchor anchor inside, but um, that defense would be really good. Losing Jones, it's a big hit. So let's mm-hmm. say he's unhappy; they can't come to a understanding here. Where do you see Chandler Jones? Chandler Jones possibly going if they wanted to trade him or move him. I mean, is there a certain spot you mm-hmm. could see? I uh, just I don't even entertain it. I, yeah, I, just I, I do mean it. I don't either. But <laughs> yeah. Does he hold out? Do you think he holds out? Is this a money thing? Yeah, it's a money thing. It's always a money thing. Yeah. Which is which is curious because any other normal year, I would give you that, but with the, the salary cap dropping what 18, 20 million, mm-hmm. that kind of puts you in a that's kind of puts you in a bind as a player. Which is why he has to do it. That's why he has to play his cards the way he is. So why wouldn't he go back to Arizona and say, hey, sign me for whatever for one year? Probably already has behind the for scenes. For one year, and then next year I'm, I'm going somewhere and getting a payday. Probably already has, and that's why he went public. He's trying to get some leverage. Mm-hmm. 
I would, I would agree with that. Him and his agent. Uh, yeah, that's you don't go you don't go public unless you've already done yeah. that. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. New Orleans Saints. They signed cornerback Brian Poole and linebacker Quan Alexander to one year deals. Um, kind of a no brainer to sign Quan back with Demario Davis. Uh, I think they needed him. Uh, Brian Poole, I like that. Losing Janoris Jenkins, that gives him that veteran presence out there on corner. Poole's been a guy that has, he's not been a world beater, but he's been solid. Can get you some sacks. Does a little, can transition to safety if you need him to. Uh, I think it's both of those guys are cheap pickups. I don't know the numbers right off just yet, but uh, for one-year deals, I like those picks for them or signings for them. Yeah, Poole's a good Good slot corner. Um, mm-hmm. I know he was he was dinged up a bit last year, um, but he's yeah he's a, he's a, a good slot. I think last yep up until he got hurt, I think he he wasn't allowing a, a, he was allowing a pretty pretty poor uh, quarterback rating when he was thrown at. So yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know completion percentage under seventy percent um, didn't allow any touchdowns. So really good slot corner. So. Um, so I was kind of surprised maybe the Jets let him go, but yeah, the uh, he should fit into New Orleans. Quan should be an, is going to be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how he he mm-hmm. fits in. I mean, he's coming off of what an Achilles, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. So I don't know how many I don't know how many snaps. Yeah, and, and the video of him you could possibly try to come back from. Yeah, and and the video of him working out is insane. Yes. So, and that was after what seven or eight months. Seven months. So, yeah, I believe seven months. So, and they got I'm, Zach Bond too. He's he's mainly That's competing amazing. with with Werner. I think Werner is the guy that was really mm-hmm. kind of ahead in the competition. So, yeah, I could see Alexander probably still coming in playing through you know in their base as a as a third linebacker, but to keep him healthier, maybe not to, to push him. I think he would probably not be in every, I don't, I don't think he's an every down guy anymore. He's, he's had yeah. too many injuries over the last couple of years. Um, yeah. Good veteran so guy. You can slot him. him as a starter, then. I mean, maybe a starter, but yeah. not like a three down guy. Like yeah, I could not. see them rolling out, you know, uh, Werner Davis and, and Quan in some sort of alignment and then Quan yeah. mm. coming off maybe in coverage. But, hey, but who knows if he's healthy and can play, then they'll probably keep him on. But that's kind of the way I see things. Um, so you think it kind of money Werner's had a pretty good camp. Yeah, think it kind of yeah, Werner's definitely, yeah. Werner's yeah. getting tons of snaps. Like, yeah. there's yeah. no question. They got nothing at linebacker. They got DeMario and nothing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Werner's yeah. plug him in, plug and play day one. See, yeah. that's kind of what I think. I, I think Alexander's more of a security blanket for this year mm-hmm. to let Warner kind of get his feet under him, learn the game. I mean, you know, if you didn't feel that Warner could do it, you're, you're signing Quan for probably more than one year. So the fact that they're only signing him for one year kind of tells me he's an insurance policy. We're going to bring mm-hmm. you in, but you're going to split with Warner we're going to get this rookie ready. He's going to learn mm-hmm. from you how to do this, yep. which makes sense. I mean, because Demario Davis yeah. is the big dog at, at linebacker, so that does make sense. I don't yeah, see them Dave. necessarily competing against each other, Werner and 
Quan. I see Quan and Bond. You know what I mean? That's see, I, see, the, I see Bond is more of an outside guy, though. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at because I think Quan mm-hmm. and 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 Werner are both that kind of the weak side, weak side guy, kind of playing on the yeah. the right side of of the Which uh, of Davis. Wrong, so. but- that's kind of where I'm yeah. seeing them right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it, like we were saying, it kind of just muddies the waters right now as far as what we think the snap distribution look like. And, um, they, you know, bringing Quan back, they did trade for him last year, and he what started like seven or eight games for him. They must feel comfortable with his recovery. Like Mike said, the video, he looked good. So they must be comfortable with his recovery enough to bring him back and – um, you know, a guy that knows the system that they can bring with the young bucks. So, but yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree. We're going to see Warner getting snaps. Quan will get some snaps. But like Mike said, probably not a three down guy. He's not the player he once was. And, and like dude, the moose head said that Achilles injuries, <laughs> that Achilles injury is uh, brutal to come back. Yeah, from. Those but are brutal, dude. but those hopefully, are you know, th- them signing, I'm telling you, they must be comfortable with where he's at. And, um, you know, hopefully he can come back. Hardly ever is explosive coming off of that. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Only a few guys ever that I, I did a little bit of research into this, and uh, Dominique Wilkins and uh, Dominique Curtis Wilkins. Curtis Martin back in the day, but you oh, know yeah. you don't yeah. you don't know exactly how bad that was at Pitt, right? Because of yeah. you know right. the way that the game has progressed medically, and so you know maybe his maybe it wasn't completely ruptured. We don't even know. Right. But right. you know you hardly ever come back as as explosive from that. Very mm-hmm. rare, but yeah. bottom line is, I mean, you got Demario, and as your linebacker one in New Orleans, and you got Warner as your linebacker two, and you can have whatever you want from the rest because I ain't touching it. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, right. And while we're kind of on the injuries, and hey, football's back, fellas. Hall of Fame game tonight: Pittsburgh, Dallas Cowboys going on. Uh, speaking of the Cowboys. They signed Malik Hooker, uh, former safety of the Indianapolis Colts, the Ohio State uh, former safety. They signed him to a one-year deal. Um, I think it's a depth piece. If he's healthy, I mean, he's super talented, but when we say injury-prone, he really is because (laughs) you look at – what he's done in the NFL, you go back to Ohio State. When he was drafted, he had injuries. Um, he really is injury prone. So you're you're taking a gamble here. If he's healthy, he's going to help you. If he's not, then you know you've kind kind of uh, wasted wasted an investment here, so to speak. But you know, at a one year deal, I mean, how much are you really wasting? But not really worth a walk a roster spot, right? I, I I think it's just a camp body to see. That's my opinion, but I mean, you know, everybody takes flyers. And yeah, I'm not a with damaged, what you're paying good, him, good you know, with what you're paying him, it's worth a flyer, right? You know, because he is super talented. But me myself, I'm not touching him. I got him nowhere. I dropped him a long time ago. But he plays in outer space. He's, he's right. deep safety. So, I mean, right. IDP exactly. wise, right. wise, he's, you know, not, not that free safeties don't score, but he's he's definitely going to be out in outer space. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I mean it's the rare space. the rare free safety, though. Like, you yeah. know, like, like yeah. you just said, Dude, Buddha, you talked about Jordan free Boyer. The other night, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Me, me yeah. and Dooge talked about free safeties the other night. How many free safeties in the NFL are really viable? They got to be special. They got to be. Yeah, and we come up with what? Maybe three, four, or five. I think we were in the four or five. Well, you got range. Bates. Bates, Byard. Buddha, Buddha. Justin Simmons. Yeah. Simmons. You got a handful for sure. Yeah, and I mean, it's becoming Bates. more commonplace. Bates. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Bates. Bates is one of my favorites. And I'm, you know, I'll toot my own horn on this. I was on that kid from day one. And, uh, you know, I miss a lot. Yeah, I miss a lot. So, you know, if I miss stuff, I'm going to tell you. But Bates. (laughs) No, we'll tell you. Don't worry. We'll tell (laughs) you. I'm sure you guys will. But he's in a perfect system because you think about it. Cincinnati. They had Sean Williams. They bring in Bates. And everybody's like, oh, this ain't going to work. One of them's going to be out. Nope. Both of them were top ten safeties. Williams. For I remember the reason, conversation we had. Yep. Was Williams about for Von Bell. reason fell out. They brought in Von Bell. You're not bringing in Von Bell and paying him that money. Sean exactly. Williams was the odd man out. Exactly. Um, Follow the money. Yep. Exactly. So I mean, I love Bates. I think he is a legit playmaker, a legit fantasy option, even as a fantasy or as a free safety. Um, like dude said, there's not many of them, but those that you can find, they're very valuable. So, um, but are you really gonna roll the dice on, like Kyle said, he's out playing out in outer space. He's a free safety, so that's strike one. Injury prone, like you said, you know what I mean. Not worth Bates, a roster spot. You got to prove it. Bates mm. has proved it. He's not been hurt. No. Uh, we're talking about oh, Hooker. Oh, Hooker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hooker. Yes, I'm so sorry. We so know sorry. you called Bates. We yeah. got it, bud. Yeah. Kyle, you're better than this, Kyle. I wish I could put it on me right now. Wish to, so you're fired. 22 minutes and 16 I traded, seconds. Kyle's I traded fired. four Bates yeah. from you. You know what I mean? I you don't got to sell me on Bates. Don't. Wait a minute. First of all, you didn't. But Hooker, you I'm saying he got, stole him he's from got, me. Stole him? Yeah, stole all right, let's look at this deal. Maybe I did. <laughs> oh, I, I hope I did. Getting, I love getting dudes round up. But, yeah, Hooker, I think he's a flyer pick. Um, you know, if you hit a home run and he can stay safety, say stay safe, I think it's worth the value. But are we really gambling on that? I'm not. No. Nope. Moving on. Moving on. Yep. Um, Cincinnati Bengals, while we're on the Bengals, they signed Sam Hubbard, defensive end, a four-year, $40 million extension. And at the same time, their rookie defensive end, White Hubert, who I loved, will miss the 2021 season with a torn pack. Um, hate that for the rookie, but they had to sign Hubbard here, right? Four years, $40 million. Uh, They don't have much else outside of him. Well, they drafted Joseph Osai, too. And they followed that up with uh, what's his face from Tulane Sample, mm-hmm. yep. Cam Sample, I think it yep. was. Yep. And that's your I'm, senior I'm bowl not guy, mistaken. the senior bowl standout. Yep. So like, they they feel like they got to address the position, obviously. Especially mm-hmm. with um, uh, with uh, Geno Atkins not being re-signed with uh, Carlos Dunlap, who they got rid of last year. Went to Seattle, yeah. They had to address this position. Mike, where are you at on Harvard? I would have, I would have taken some of that money and tried to bring back Lawson. 
Mm, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Hubbard, Hubbard is yeah. since his uh, since his rookie year, he's kind of regressed a bit. You know, pressure rate not in the double digits as it has been. So maybe Trey Hendrickson will help him out uh, a little bit this year. Um, but I think Hendrickson is also. I think Hendrickson took advantage of a contract year, and yeah. yes. he's he's not someone. He's pretty much he's not someone I'm actively targeting in in leagues this year. Um, but uh, but yeah, I would have taken some of that money. Mm-hmm. I would not have. I would have taken the money instead of Hendrickson. I would have resigned Lawson. Right. Um, Lawson has been a, a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, you just just bought Hendrickson at his very highest. Mm-hmm. Lawson is still on the come up. He's entering his prime. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that deal that you gave Lawson, if like you said, Mike, if you paid Lawson instead, would look pretty pretty nice. If Lawson takes the via sense, what, what, what we think him? he could do. What did the Jets give him? How much money? Uh, oh, I don't. Let's look at. I'll look it up while you guys uh, yeah. discuss. And I love that. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you there, because another guy I was thinking about uh, it was three years, uh, forty-five. How much? Salah is gonna. Salah is gonna fifteen mil a year. Him. I mean, three, three years, yeah. forty-five. Yeah. Three years, thirty, 40, see, 30 mil, thirty mil guaranteed. See, that's dirt ass cheap for a, a pass. Fifteen mil. And Lawson gets to practice against Bakai Becton every week, so yeah, some of these tackles are going to be some of these tackles that he's going to face during the regular season are going to be pushovers. Yeah, facing Bakai Becton yep. every week. Great point. The man mountain. He is yeah, a massive yeah. human being. Yeah, and he's going to be playing point. outside of. Uh, Help me. Uh, the boy Quick. from Alabama. Quinn and Williams? No, from Quinn and Williams. USC. Yeah. Oh, okay. Quinn and Williams. So oh, you're talking about on the O-line. No, on uh, his book. With Becton. So, yeah. I just think that's a win-win for Lawson. That's And the Jets, too. I think that's, uh, you know, three years, 45 million, as Kyle said. That's for a, for a legit pass rusher, that's a good price. That you just don't get every day. Production yeah. still isn't really there, though. To be right. frank, like I'm not doubting his talent. I love Carl yeah. Lawson. I liked yeah. him at Auburn, but production isn't exactly through the roof yet. Maybe Salah can unleash it. I'm betting that he probably will. You know what I mean? And depending yeah. on the price, I definitely like Carl Lawson. But also, I think that's a caveat that. It's not quite there production-wise yet. Right. And another caveat with the Cincinnati D ends is uh, Khalid Kareem. Yeah. Kid at a ND. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I don't think he's superstar or anything like that, but he's still in the mix, right? There's right. A, they they obviously addressed the position. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think they really knew that they were losing you know, a stud and they tried to replace them with uh, a lot of numbers at the position because they yep. addressed it in the draft, you know, the last couple of years and they signed Hendrickson, like you said. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Hubert would have been a big piece that they drafted this year. You I like mean, him, eh? I do. I do. I think he's a really good piece. He, you can move him D in, you can kick him inside to defensive tackle, gives them some versatility. Um, Anytime you tear that pick, though, that's just – it's almost a season ender almost uh, anytime you do that. So, hopefully he can rehab and learn this year. Uh, I think he's worth a taxi stash at least uh, going – because we are fancy, though. So, uh, you know, I, I'm looking kind of more long-term with him. 
but I like that for them because there's a need there. You know, they're trying to they're trying to fill that hole. So, um, you're just gonna have to be patient and wait with him. Um, while we're on defensive lines, the Washington football team signed Jonathan Allen to a four-year, seventy-two million dollar extension. Absolutely freaking love this. I'm telling you, Washington. I think maybe they have the best defensive line of football. Um, you know, with with Allen, Deron Payne, Chase Young. Swatting Chase. Jesus. I, mean, I, I don't know that you can find two, two better young pass rushers than Sweat and Chase right now. I really don't. And then you, the fact that you got Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne in the middle. Um, Which are both young themselves, too. I mean, yes, early mid-20s. Yeah, I mean, they're not old at any means. Um, yeah. It's yeah, and, and Allen is capable of getting to the quarterback. Yes. Yeah. You know, Payne he sat, a little bit last year. Yeah. Um, yep. But – I mean, he still had a pretty decent pressure rate from from inside, um, and you can kick him outside on on certain yes. situations. He's going to play yeah. mostly interior, but yeah. you can kick him outside. Yeah. Um, it's not needed as much. Um, <laughs> true. When you have <laughs> young true. And, and sweat, <laughs> but you might you might see him. You know, I know because I know Kansas City is is probably going to be kicking Jones out a little bit more. You could yep. see Allen yep. kicking out a little bit more because Kerrigan's gone. So right. you've got a few hundred pass rush snaps that you might have to make up. So but I think if Jonathan Allen is, is on the outside, that's going to be a problem, I think, too. Yeah, and I think Tim Settle, you, you mentioned it with Kerrigan going. I think Tim Settle, who as a rookie last year did really well, I think he can pick up some of that volume that Kerrigan's leaving because he can kick inside mm-hmm. outside a little bit. So mm-hmm. I, I love Washington. I'm Anything on that front four, I'm taking them no matter what. Um, yeah, give, give me any part of that Washington D line. I mean, and Jonathan I mean, Allen, like Mike said, you know his pressure rate's pretty good from inside. His tackle numbers for for a tackle is was he in the sixties the last three years, I believe. I mean, so IDP wise, the production for for those those DT specific leagues or premium leagues is nice, you know. And then if he can, you know, his ta- his sack numbers dropped a little bit last year, but tackle numbers stayed mm-hmm. solid. If he gets back to the to, you know, to the mean of what his, his pressure rate should imply that he gets, then I mean, he's he's one of the one of the dudes. I'm, I'm in a Jonathan Allen anywhere I can in DT leagues. Yep. yep. Montez uh, Sweat yeah. is the guy I've been buying like crazy oh, this offseason. Yeah. Love Sweat. All yeah. over Montez Sweat. Because he's a little cheaper, right? But I think he's on the verge. And with all that talent on the defensive front, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be mean, open, open season. He has yeah. going to have opportunities. Last year. Can't double team all of them. Right. Matt Ioannidis is another guy that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Real yeah, cheap. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. He, he's he's definitely, you know, the third wheel in the D-tackle rotation probably. But, you know, you look at his 2019 numbers, pretty outstanding. But that's yes. what makes Washington so good. I mean, you you have a legit front four, but you got a Mike Adonis. You've got a Tim Settle. You've got solid players who are maybe mm-hmm. not starters, but they can come in as a rotational piece, which Kerrigan was last year. Yeah, you're able to just get rid of Kerrigan. Like, yeah, I, that's how good you are. But you keep the pressure on it. You know, if Payne needs a blow or Allen needs a blow or 
Sweat or, or Young needs a blow, you've got a couple pieces that are capable in a limited role that will produce. And I think that's just what makes that front four so darn good. Well, it's um, 100% the best in the NFL and in the best in fantasy. Absolutely. You could take any piece of it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You take any yep. piece of it. I will stand right there with you on both of those, yes. Best for NFL sure. defensive line and fantasy defensive line for sure. Um. Speaking of defensive lines, the Las Vegas Raiders, they signed Gerald McCoy to a one-year deal. I don't think it's a huge fantasy play by any means, but I love this for the Raiders. It's a good veteran presence at a position that they've kind of been iffy at. Um, They need help there. So if he's healthy and can give them any kind of presence, at least he gets some blocks. I love that. And they also brought in – K.J. Wright for a visit this week. So more than McCoy, I love the K.J. Wright signing if if they can sign him. I love that. Yeah, that um, – Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> yeah, the, the K.J. Wright is going to be interesting because then you really – you've got – um. Then you've really got a log jam. You've got uh, Littleton, who I still think is going to be the main guy. Um, but then who knows? You've got Kwiatkowski. You got you'd have Wright, and then you'd have Nicholas Morrow. I think that reading into things, I think they really like Morrow, and I think they're going to give him a lot of the opportunities. But uh, but yeah, the KJ Wright signing could could be could could throw uh if if he does sign could throw a little bit of a monkey wrench because Gruden is weird and yes. <laughs> he likes his vets and I yeah. I don't I can't even begin to predict what Gruden is gonna do. Yeah it it was you know a little bit tough to predict as it was without him there. Like you said last year Morrow was getting all kinds of snaps towards the end of the season and you you know like you said they like him and Littleton um kind of a bounce back candidate we've been hearing and um I, I still like Littleton as well. You throw KJ right in the mix with Kwiatkowski and it's uh it's that's that's a tough one to figure out. And and you know what? I think even at at, at Wright's age, I mean he's gonna be he just turned 32. He's I mean he still turned in over 80 tackles last season. So yeah. I mean he can still play. Right. So that's you know he's he, he's he's pretty dependable. Um, so Kwiatkowski hasn't really been, he can fit. He's more of a, like a glue guy. Someone you can plug in if somebody gets hurt and he Mm -hmm. can be, he's like that spot starter quarterback. He can come in, he can probably spot start and play a play four or five games for you. But I don't know if he's someone you can really depend on as a, as a full-time guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, where you at with the, with the Raiders, uh, I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the, that's probably the correct answer. I'll tell you tomorrow. But I did trade away Corey Littleton. And uh, essentially, I traded him for Deami Brown. Okay. And uh, okay. But in that league, I have Darius Leonard, Bobby Wagner, Kenneth Murray, Levante David, Zach Cunningham. Uh, I got like every – Green Bay Packers linebacker like Chris Burns, Vondre Campbell, and uh, Kamal Martin. I got I took a shot with Monty Rice, uh, and I also have like Cole Holcomb and Baron Browning. 
So, See, I'm not hating that because I'm not a huge, I'm not a big uh, Littleton fan. Never have been. No, you never have been on board there. Yeah, me uh, and Dan wasn't either. That's no, you know, Dan me and him either. disagreed a lot on players, but me and him on Littleton, me and him, neither one liked him. I liked him just fine with the Rams yeah. from a IDP perspective. He was fantastic in that role. Yeah. Yeah, but like you said, Gruden, you just never know. Right. Like he's always trying to fit a square peg into a round hole or vice versa. So, yeah. And if they bring in KJ Wright, just Katie bar the door on it. Hmm. I've never really been a huge K- <laughs> KJ Wright guy. Like I'm always going to pass on him at his value. And even still now, I'm still passing on that. Right. But, you know, depending on the league and what position you're in, like, uh, and you know, how bad your linebackers are, I, I could see taking a shot on him. Yeah. I mean, he's worth a shot, but I'm just not. I personally wouldn't, but, like, mm. right. most of my linebacking cores are money, you know? So right. I would never need to, in a way. Right. But, like, in our IDP-only league, you know, where it's so deep that, yeah, Very true. Very you know true. what I mean? KJ Wright, maybe, sure. Yeah. In that league, I would take a shot on him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, right, uh, Wollert, I want to just put out an open invitation to you if you ever want to join this league. It's IDP only. And, yep. uh, Sweet. No all, offense. All three of us are not. in it. It's. Uh, uh, it's I've done cheap. a few of those in my day. They're fantastic. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's a lot of fun. It's for the hardcores. And we do our draft before the NFL draft. Oh, God, gotcha. Oh yeah, I did. I did. I did way back when. In what year was it? Uh, I I did one for a few years. It was uh, a sixteen team all IDP. It was uh, it was called the Blitz League, and I somehow won it. I don't know how one year, but it's (laughs) (laughs) when you when you when you've got sixteen teams. I mean, any sixteen team league is tough, but when you're when you're starting, you know, four linebackers, they go off the board quick. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we tried to. I tried it, to sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's all right. But no, it, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I definitely like the all IDPs. Yeah, love it, love it. Dude set it up, and I was like, I'm in. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. It's called Defense Wins Championships, DWC for short, and. uh we, we created our own scoring system and tried to make it as balanced as possible. I didn't want a league where, you know, like tackle-heavy linebackers dominate all the time. So I tried to, you know, get some sack linebackers and, you know, just other positions. But wh- what happened was um, – what's his name? He's playing safety for – oh, Logan Ryan for the Giants there. He had the year with Tennessee – so when I was inputting all the numbers, I was like, I can't have a corner. You know what I mean? Even though he had that mm-hmm. dominant of a year, right? So trying to weigh all that while you're creating the scoring system, I think we did a pretty good job, but yeah. time will tell. And uh, to the fellow that won it, actually, though, he went linebacker heavy. Yep, and he I wasn't really sure that was going to work. You know what I mean? And he's a kind of a first-year guy. Like, he's, you know, how that seems to work out sometimes, your first-year luck. 
somebody will win a win the league like that. But I mean, hey, he's a he's a diehard IDP guy, and uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bust his chops too much, man. He might have got lucky, but he maybe he maybe he can continue it. So we'll yep. see. But we're a 14 team league, and uh, you know, if you ever did want to join, I would make I would consider making it a 16 team. I oh, really yeah, want to make two sides to it. I would like yep. to have like a massive. You know what I mean? I, the more, the better is the way I look at things. Mm-hmm. And the more money involved is, is what I'm really after. I want to have, you know, I think that a winner of a, a fantasy league should win a thousand bucks. You know what I mean? Like it should, yeah. it should be meaningful. Why are we putting in all our time and effort into this for peanuts? You know, let's, let's get some actual money on the line. The end. Yep. Love that league. Because, <laughs> <laughs> love that league because it's IDP. <laughs> But as dude said, the draft takes place before the NFL draft. So the pressure's on you. You really got to know your rookies coming in. And I, I love that. Um, Talent evaluation yeah. instead yeah, so of I mean, draft capital. You know, I'm so a, sick of that. Everybody just taking where somebody where was drafted. You know, you, you got to know your shit. You really do. So I love that. Um. Chicago Bears, they signed linebacker Alec Ogletree to a one-year deal. I don't think that's huge. Uh, eh. You know, he's not going to mm. be out Trevathan. He's not beating out uh, Roquan Smith. Uh, is he an outside guy? Okay, he's not going to – I don't think he beats uh, Ro, or not Roquan, um, Quinn or Mack. So, he's more of a rotational piece that I see. Does he even make camp? He's a, he, he's a yeah, camp, he's he probably a camp, camp body. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. He makes it out of camp. Just a bigger yeah, name. I know back in the day, a lot of people loved him. So I thought maybe, you know, we should mention him here. So yeah, uh, I, yeah. I'm kind of, I don't know that he makes camp. I really don't. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay, here's one. We don't talk about coaches a whole lot, but Tampa Bay signed defensive coordinator Todd Bowles to a three year extension. And I huge. thought this was freaking mm. huge. Yeah. After the performance they put on, not only last year, but more specifically, playoffs and Super Bowl, no brainer to lock him up, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Three yeah. mil per, I think. I'm yeah. I'm on record numerous times of saying he's the best uh, D coordinator in the NFL before yeah. they won it all last year. Kind of sucks a that he huge fan of his as a D coordinator. Right. Mm-hmm. Kind of sucks that he failed as a head coach, but as a DC, all in. Push all in. Yeah. Yep. Um, and our last piece of news, you know, we got we can't talk about all the good stuff. And this is a kid that I was super high on. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings have released cornerback Jeff Gladney, who was indicted on third degree domestic assault charges. I mean, we talk about it every week with some player. This is just. I don't know why people want to piss a good thing away. I mean, he's super talented, would have been so good in the NFL, and he just basically pissed his career away here. Um, the NFL's just not going to tolerate this stuff anymore. No. Yeah. yeah, you're, yeah, unless you're like, I don't even know. I, 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 it, it would be what would be interesting, and I, and I, Hope to God something like that doesn't happen. But if like a, an elite player 
goes off on something like that, what would happen to that guy? I mean, yeah, he was a first round pick, but right. Well, I think they yeah, kind of learned their lesson with a uh, rat, uh, or not rat. Yeah, uh, Ray uh, Rice. Yeah, Ray, Ray Rice. Rice. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they yeah. kind of learned their lesson there with all that blow up, and uh, especially with everything that's going on nowadays, it's it's basically zero tolerance. Your ass is out of here, and I don't blame them. I mean, third degree domestic assault on a female. I mean, come on, really? I mean, you, you got to be smarter than that. Yeah, I think with with football, we know we're not getting a bunch of choir boys. And, <laughs> exactly. But when, exactly. But when you, but when you, I was biting you, my tongue so hard. You draw, <laughs> but you draw the line at hitting women. I mean, you, you, you've got to. I mean, if it was just you beat somebody Alleg- out of the club, but I got to – that's where you kind of – yeah, I mean, that's kind of where you, where, you t- where, you, where you draw the line. But So is there, like, video footage of this or any, like, proof that anybody's seen? I don't know, but the fact – I would they, say there has to be something fairly so substantial the for them to cut them. Yeah, yeah. They kind of know. Yeah. The, report was, the report was bad, and I'm sure the evidence is, you know – Slam dunk, right? There, this was always going to happen. They were just waiting for the stuff to come out and the charges to hit, and he was gone. I mean, see you later. He's got to go. I mean, I kind of read into it a little bit. Apparently, he just beat her ass and pulled her hair and was over face recognition of a phone. You know, he was. You know, from the way I took it, he was grabbing her by the hair of the head, trying to force the phone on her. You know, hey, you're going to unlock this phone. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, so I can so I can see who you're talking to. Exactly, exactly. Jealous, so, jealousy, and I'm uh, yeah. Neanderthal. I mean, there's just no place not for good. that. Uh, no. And, and not the in 2021. Just, right, and, and the NFL's just not going to tolerate that shit no more. Not after Ray Rice. Uh, not after some of the things that's went on. They're just not going to tolerate it. So, um, I had flashbacks of. Your boy uh, Jalen Twyman, when you when you were talking about the, the Vikings uh, releasing somebody over some, yeah, 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 he got mm-hmm. caught up with Cut. the gunshots, and uh, I guess they released him. But word is they're going to sign him back. Um, Are they? So Interesting. That's what I saw. So I don't know if it's like an injury settlement type deal that mm. you're working out, but. Uh, even if they don't sign him, I think he signs somewhere. So we'll see. Well, I agree with Wollert 100% on, you know, I don't think people really understand. Having played the game myself and, you know, what constitutes the game of football, you are running as fast as you can, throwing your head into two and 300 pound individuals, mm-hmm. right. objects. You cannot be normal. I'm telling you right now, yeah. and if you want to, if you want to be the best at it, you got to be a little more crazy than the next man, and so that comes part and parcel with the game, in my opinion. See, yeah, and I, so you're gonna have you're gonna have those incidents from time to time. I don't agree with it. Me personally, I, I would never hit a woman or anything like that. That's for sure. But you know, you're always kind of doing that straddle of sanity mm-hmm. insanity, dancing yeah. that line. Pushing that line, and, yeah. And I and I will freely admit that I that I feel like a hypocrite because the Browns have Cream Hunt, right? But the people Chief, can make mistakes wow. too, and people you can know what? grow. The Chiefs have to rekill. He, he took a lot yeah. of heat over that. You know, you don't think the same way you did when you were twenty, right? No, and and Hunt seems to have 
made amends and kind of seems to kind of Makes turn sense. things around a bit. So, well, you know, it's 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 you know, you you, you kind of like okay, well, he's he's kind of getting on a a better path, which is good. But at the same time, it's like yeah. He, you know, he he had that incident and it was ugly, but right. you know, Joe Mason, but they, they, they pretty much have to be per- they pretty they much have, have to be perfect, perfect after that, perfect. right? Yep. And he yep. did it. Yep. So you know, like no matter how bad it was, which I'm not condoning any of it, mm-hmm. since then, like you know you're under the microscope and the NFL right. microscope is no joke. So you know, yeah. like right. kudos. Kudos for walking the straight and narrow, and you know you can actually do something good with it down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's yep. an opportunity there to right the ship and to help other young psychos, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, right. figure it out before, before they for, make the mistake. I don't condemn nobody, sports or just normal. You know, just your average Joe dumbass like me. Uh, you all. Everyone makes mistakes, including me. Um, especially you. Especially me, yes, dude. I've seen a ton um, of them. I've yeah. watched a bunch of your drafts. <laughs> you, know, you know, you're dead to me. Uh, it's, it's whether you learn from them, you know, you move yeah. on from them, you become a better person, you know, whatever. It's it's these dumbasses that doesn't learn. They continue mm-hmm. to make the same mistakes. They continue to be just complete idiots you know what i don't have any sympathy sympathy for you if you're making mm-hmm. those same type of mistakes so yep. um, hopefully it works out for him so um sure we've cruised right along here we like to talk um before we get started because i know i'm about to get mike all fired up here on the main event <laughs> uh, we got to pay a few bills uh mfl myfantasyleague.com we want to thank them because they support our listener league. Uh, they support all kinds of stuff. Um, for us, fantasy-wise, they do the IDP Nation or IDP guys uh, league last year, Invitational. Um, they're always on top of it. You know, a lot of people put them down, but I'm a firm believer in you get what you pay for, you know. Uh, tools or whatever, they are the leader in fantasy, uh, so customizable. They do a lot of stuff. They're so helpful in the uh, fantasy community with charity and all that good stuff. So uh, we appreciate them. Um, it's football season again. TrophySmack.com. Uh, they're a sponsor of ours. Man, the stuff they put out is amazing. The rings, the belts, the plaques, the trophies. Um, the belts is some of my favorite. Uh, they are just off the hook. They are also helping in uh, charity leagues and stuff around the league. We we congratulate them. Uh, and then um, Action 24-7. They're a locally owned gambling site for Tennesseans, by Tennesseans. Uh, you have to live in the state of Tennessee to use them, but they are just as good as the big boys. Such a clean site. I use them myself. Easy to use. So simple. Uh, you can go sign up now. Right now, they're doing a huge deposit. You you uh, deposit four hundred, they're going to match you and give you four hundred, which is unheard of right now. They got all things kind of going on. MLB basketball just ended. NFL's fixing to start. 
you can bet on minor league baseball, you can bet on ping pong, you can bet on hockey, you can bet on anything you can think of. And this coming weekend, they're doing the uh, the Formula One of Music City races this weekend. So go sign up for that. Make your deposit. I saw Cheryl Crow and Mario Andretti. Yeah. That one up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Love yeah. me some Cheryl Crow. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll kill you in ping pong, Hollywood. I'll tell you that right now. I will straight take you on in ping pong. Oh, you said ping pong. I thought you said beer pong. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, go sign up. They will do that match. Use our promo code Hollywood100 and hey, up to 400. You put 400, they're going to give you 400. That's 800 bucks that you can bet with. And like I said, love that site. So easy, so clean. And if you don't like to bet money, guess what? They got a free, free option where you can bet. Uh, and make free bets, win money, win prizes, all kinds of stuff going on. So go check them out. And anytime you help any of our sponsors, you're helping us. We appreciate it. Uh, we thank you so much. Um, I may very well put that $400 down and get that 800 Thank I, you for that information. Also, how much do you think you could get me a championship belt for DWC for from your sponsor? I don't know. We need a, we need a DWC heavyweight belt. Yeah, we do. You know, they Absolutely. sponsor us in the uh, IDP sh- Oh, you just IDP, go ahead and order that for me, and I'll I'll send you the money. IDP Nation listener <laughs> or me, he says. and, and uh, I don't yeah. know if y'all can see this. Look at all that fake bling. That's a ring they <laughs> sent us last year. Cubic zirconians. Hundred percent cubic zircone. You know, I'm telling you, I, I've had some stuff from <laughs> I've had some stuff from other places. <laughs> And this is quality. It's nice and heavy. It's well designed. Um, it's not Chuck E. Cheese. It's shiny, man. It's not Chuck E. Cheese. I'm easy to impress, man. You know what? If if, oh, if, pizza if Tennessee there. was in Canada, you guys would be Newfoundlanders. <laughs> you, you like the shiny stuff. Except for Kyle, he would still be the ball sack of Canada. I'm just saying. I am what I am. <laughs> we don't even trim our balls, apparently. <laughs> look, at the, look at the beard on the kid. Uh, believe me, if I trim this, it gets even worse. That's a <laughs> it handsome gets beard. Even, it gets even uglier. <laughs> no, that looks good. Yeah. That's way better than uh, Hollywood Titans cement duster. <laughs> I'm straight up Mac Daddy. Come on now. Um, Jesus. We, we thank our sponsors, though. Thank you so much for supporting yes. us and uh, go. Like I said, when you support them, you're supporting us. So check them out. Um, main event. We kind of talked about this before we got on the show. We got on a roll. We got Mike fired up about his Browns. Uh, we were talking about some Jadavion Clowney. Uh, the ultimate opportunist cash-in guy, you know. Heck yeah. Uh, I think everybody thinks back to his college days when he makes the one play on Michigan. You oh, know, he's living off that play. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's made he's made his whole career off that play. Yeah. Yes. He's South made Carolina. his whole career off that. Um, and I you kind of asked me, what do, what do I think tits of up. him? Mish tits up. Yes. <laughs> if you're asking for him to be a pass rusher, you're, you're screwing up. Uh, do you want him to be that edge setter, that run stopper, 
that versatile kick inside at D tackle, play defensive end type player. I love that role for him. But if you're asking as a pass rusher, no. And you set the before we jumped on, you said five and a half, I believe, over under five I, and a half. I, I did set it at five and a half. Oh man. And I come back at you and took a lot of heat from dudes and there and Kyle. I said, How many games? And I don't now that I've had some time to think about it, 16 games. 17. 17. Well, yeah, 17 games. I don't know. But he that. ain't playing in 17. I, no, no, he's not. And I don't think the over-under matters if he plays in 17. What's the over-under on games he plays? 10? 12 max. I put it 11 and a half. <laughs> 11, yes. and a half t- 11 and a half. 11 and a half games. 11 and a half games, I take the under. Oh. We just Sacks. turned Mike into a bookie. Yeah, yeah. Smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. Forrest, we've we've launched all this betting stuff, and I'm just like, just. So 11 and a half games, I'm taking the under. Five and a half sacks, I'm taking the under. I'm taking the over. Deal. How much? I'm I'm, I'm taking the under (laughs) on both. See, you know what? I. Because I think five and a half is. I'm thinking I handicapped it at six and a half, so taking the over five and a half. (laughs) See, I'm I'm not I'm not getting my hopes up either. I'm not thinking he's gonna be this double digit sack monster because he played alongside Jerry J. Watt his entire career. Right. Yeah. And he hasn't had a double digit sack season. Yeah. So I'm hoping between like five and eight. That's what that's kind of where I'm hoping. That's a safe um, floor, and that's kind of where I would sure. be. But if you're putting yeah. me on the spot at five and a half, oh, I think he's going to generate pressure. Oh, you already made your gonna... pick. Yeah, it's on the yeah. record. No need to. I, I think he's no need to pressure. No need to waffle. <laughs> no video, so people can't see what I'm doing right now. <laughs> oh. I, th- I think he's still speedy. I think he, yeah, I think, I think running outside is, I think those, I think the, um, the running out, uh, outside is going to be, is going to be few and far between for teams now, because I still think Clowney has some speed. And I think the Browns are a little bit faster at corner or at linebacker. Um, and I think they're going to be a little bit quicker in the secondary. So I think, I think what the combination of, of, uh, of keeping running backs, outside and and not getting in and not cutting i think that's i think that's gonna help and i think that's that's what i'm excited to see my one wild card with him is miles garrett yeah well yeah teams are are gonna stay the hell away from miles garrett Mm -hmm. so you know i said under on the five and a half and i and i will stay with it no i'm gonna stay with it all right i just think that's kind of the wild card factor how big of an impact does Garrett make on mm-hmm. Clowney? Mm-hmm. And much? JOK. I want to throw JOK in there too. Because my Yeah, actually, now that I have this guy, how big yeah. of an impact does JOK make on this? That's exactly what I was, the angle I was going with now that right. we've got this uh, Cleveland Browns insider with us here. I, I want to oh, know yeah. about Mac Wilson. That's my question. I, in terms of, if you're talking about IDP, I'm not, he's, Dead to you? Uh, I'm no, nah, not dead to me. But I'm not factoring in too much. I think with the Browns right. running, they're going to be running more one and two linebacker sets. Um, so if I was at the beginning, 
so like right after the draft, I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, they're going to be running pretty much what they were running last year. Okay. Um, and they're going to have why this. they loaded up on DBs. Yep. Yes. Especially so exactly. you're going to see, yep. you're going to see maybe Grant even one Delbit, linebacker. Yep. You're going to see one linebacker, but they're going to have this speed package. And I think you're going to see Jacob Phillips and, and JOK as their speed backers with six defensive backs. But I'd only see that maybe 20, 30% of the time. Um, right after the draft, I'm thinking, I thought he was going to be uh, like a, you know, a three down guy, but you know what, with Anthony Walker, I think mm. it's going to be Walker and Phillips that are going to be the main guys. Mm. Um, I think, I think Koromoa, you could see, he could be 40 to 50% of the snaps. I'm thinking, Rat. um, yeah. but they're probably, but it's, it's going to be an inner, it's, They've got a few games. Well, obviously they've got two games with the with the Ravens, so you got to be able to keep up with Lamar Lamar Jackson. They've got a game with the Cardinals, so you're going to have to keep up with uh, Kyler Murray. So the the speed package is going to be very interesting against those running quarterbacks and and the running backs to see what happens. But that's a package I'm very excited to see if that's what they do end up deploying. But I think their base is going to be that that four two five. Um, that they ran quite a bit last year, and um, more that I think they a lot of teams are moving that way. Yeah, yeah, and I think they have a little bit more yeah. of the the personnel to do it. I think Taki Taki is probably going to be also Cut. that third backer because mm-hmm. I think they like him in coverage, and he actually didn't do too bad uh, in coverage. So I think you're still going to see a little bit of Taki Taki. He's not going to be a, like I said, he's not going to be a three down guy or anything like that, but. Right. Um, I think you're going sounds to see like, him a little bit in coverage. Sounds like you're telling me Mac Wilson's getting cut. I, you know what? I, he's on the bubble for sure. He's he's on the bubble for sure. He's 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 had a pretty good camp so far, but we'll have mm-hmm. to see what he does in. Uh, like we'll have to see what he, he does in preseason. But changed his body composition. He did. He did. Attached and, to Anthony Walker's hip. Blah blah blah. Yeah, so with your scenario, that big nickel four two five stuff. Are you seeing um, John Johnson, Grant Delpit, Ronnie Harrison as those three? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, and then you've got and then and then Troy Hill is pretty much interchangeable. You can put him outside. You can put him in the slot. To probably play mostly the slot, um, and you're going to have uh, Newsom and Ward outside. Um, I saw a pra- practice clip the other day of uh, Hill. So he should have had interception. Completely out of the picture. Shoestring. I'm sorry. I don't think you can put him completely out. I'm not. I I haven't really depended on him anyway. He's right, 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 right. But those, I mean, as of right now, those are those are the three guys. Those are probably the six DBs I'm seeing. Um, If they go seven DBs, obviously Greedy's going to be on there. Um, But draft capital. Yeah. It's it's certainly better than having Sandejo out there. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Oh God, yes. <laughs> oh, wow. it might, I gotta, sure, I gotta ask, Mike. Uh, sure, he's a great guy, but yeah. boy, God, yeah. what a liability he was. Yes. Yeah, yes. So, so I'm at. Well, hold on, I got a question, Hollywood. No. I want to ask before we move on from okay. the Browns. No, I want to. I want to know. Just, oh, I thought you were going to move on here. No, I'm just going to say because I'm on record under 11 and a half games for Clowney, okay. under five and a half sacks for Clowney. Where are you three at? 
I'm, 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 I'm over. I'm over. I'm, I'm over eleven and a half, but I'm. I think he gets five sacks. Oh, you th- you're over eleven and a half games. I'm over eleven and a half games, but I'm at five oh. sacks. He's taking point five under. I'm going. Uh, I'm going over and over. I'm taking. I'm taking twelve games and. Kyle, and you're sacks. drunk. You're drunk, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I, I might do the same. So maybe I'm, I'm drunk too. Drunk. Well, I, def- I definitely <laughs> am, but I th- like the one I'm more worried about is the games played. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I am too. I am yes. too. Hey, Mike, I want to know uh, what you think on the interior line there in Cleveland with uh, Sheldon Richardson and Ogan Joby gone. Um, Jordan Elliott going to step up? I mean, I know they got Malik Jackson in the mix and Andrew Billings. Like, oh, no, how's that shake out? He said he said he's the strongest person you ever saw. He's a big, strong dude. Yeah, how do, how do you see that shaking out? I tell you what, the the I, I like the uh, the Jackson signing, and I think yeah. the one guy who I'm hoping emerges this season is uh, – I can't pronounce his name – is the kid from Ohio State that they drafted. Oh, oh Togai. That's, Tommy Togai. Tommy okay. Togai, yeah. That's, yes. that's the pick that, that I'm really excited to see. Yeah, good player, yeah. So I think I, I like what I saw on tape from him big time. Yeah. 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 You know, like everybody's saying he's a run stuffer. I saw a lot of uh, pass rushing ability, you know, against Clemson too. And, uh, you know, good teams. Yeah. That's what right. I watch my tape on. I watch my tape on their best opponents. Right. Mm-hmm. And I thought mm-hmm. Tommy, I don't even know if I pronounce his name right, but Togi yeah. is what I say. What yeah, is it? Togi Eye looks right. Tommy yeah. Tagai, I think it is. Yeah. Well, I I I was impressed with him uh, from a pass rush potential standpoint, as well as I mean, obviously he's a beast. Mm-hmm. Like he's a big, strong dude, and so he's got you know he's got the you know the the hand usage. He's got you know the push, and he can shed and he can go. In my that's, opinion, that's yeah, that's the pick. I'm really excited to to see. Hopefully, you know, kind of that. Hopefully, he can get into that rotation. Hopefully, play. I, I think they almost expect him to play. I mean, obviously, they they believe in him, Richardson. I mean, they probably could have brought back Richardson a little bit cheaper, but they didn't. Like, apparently, they didn't feel that they needed to. So, right. yeah, it's true. I mean, they didn't they didn't do it? So yeah, it tells you must be happy with or content with what they got. Yeah. Well, yep. I think Billings is a big reason why. And and mm-hmm. is it Malik? Is it Malik Collins? Yeah. Eh? Malik Collins, yeah, yeah, from Malik Jackson the Raiders. Malik Jackson. Oh, Malik from, Jackson. I think he came from Philly. Philly, yep. I want to say he came oh, from okay. Philly. Yes, Sorry, he did. My he, bad. did. he did. And no, and he an played well. Pretty solid. Pretty solid player. Stupid Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> no, good stuff. Togi um, doesn't have elite length, though. I think is what it is. I I, I want to say it's his hand measurement and his his uh, reach are subpar, which is kind of a big deal for me personally on the D line. If I had notes on you know what we were talking about on the show, I would have you know right. definitely prepared and known that for sure. But I'm just going to go out on a a limb and say that I think that that might be an issue. If he can but, occupy space, I think that's going to be. If he can occupy space, move some guys around, that'll be that'll be good enough for me. Tape was nice, right. I thought. Um, I drafted so, him. In, I drafted him in DWC. 
<laughs> I'm also a Jordan Elliott owner though as well. So, and I'm a big kind of handcuff guy or, you know, get as many balls in play as I can at certain positions. <laughs> so, you know, we got the Hall of Fame game going right now. Uh, it's officially football season. And Mike, you're our guest, you know, uh, we'll chime in on this. What are some camp battles, camp position spots that you're watching closely right now? Um, One, obviously the Browns. I'm watching the linebacker position. Right. Um, the Rams just – I'm I'm watching uh, linebackers of the Rams as much as the position there makes me puke. It just is really ugly. Um, I really am hoping Ernest Jones, yeah, emerges out of out of that battle. Um, so I, I really like Ernest Jones. Um, you don't Jordan, see him as more of a Jordan? two down guy. Two down I guy. Think he's though? A th- I think he's a three down guy. I think he can be a three down guy. I and, think he is uh, too. I, mean, I think I Jordan and Jordan Rodriguez is a really good follow um, yeah. on Twitter. Yes. She's, yes. She's, she's pretty good. in tune. So if you follow her, I definitely recommend following her. Yeah. Um, she's a good follow. She's she's pretty in tune. Ernest Jones is no slouch. I mean, you go back and watch what he did. His in college. tape was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I think his PFF grade. For coverage was just ridiculously uh, low in the twenties or thirties. I'm not a big PFF guy, though. To be honest, I'm not either. I'm not a huge PFF guy. I think they Uh, cater to you know certain. I mean, they got a lot of good stuff, but I don't think they're so in tune with what's actual NFL. But still, his coverage is suspect for sure. It is a little bit, but that's really not what you're playing. That's really not what you're banking on him. I mean, you go back. Sure, he's a two-down thumper uh, on those early downs. I mean, he can light it up. But he's slouch in coverage. I mean, he has some work to do, but he's not horrible. You know what I mean? And 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 I do think my uh, I think my Twitter account has turned into more of a uh, of a Willie Gay account. So. <laughs> yes. More of it. Um, I'm, he I'm he just really, got a concussion, so, didn't he? What's that? Yeah, he's in. Concussion he's in concussion protocol, right pro- now. protocol now. Yeah. yeah, but I'm hoping Gay and Bolton emerge. Um, yeah. It, it out has of KC. to be Gay and Bolton, right? I think Bolton has a better shot of immediate success in the NFL than Gay did. Everybody, and, I, and I was a fan of both of them because he's a little bit smaller. But he's another two-down thumper. But yeah, but those two downs, he's gonna light your ass up on those two downs. Oh, I love mm-hmm. him. I love the way he plays. Mm-hmm. Great feel for the game. Yeah, just excellent feel for the game. I mean, four six hard. is fast enough for a guy oh, yeah. that has for a guy that has good instincts and a good feel. Four six is fast enough. If you like, can I'm plug not him in and speed. get what you want from him, and he's and good Gabe, enough in zone. He's he and, drops in zone just fine. He'll be he'll be. All and right. you can get that sideline to sideline range from Gay. Mm-hmm. They complement each other so well. It's a fun duo. I don't, I don't yeah. even think that Kansas City has – I don't give a shit if you played 10 years in the league. Mm-hmm. They don't have anybody veteran-wise that's better than those two. Put those no, two I don't, I don't think so either. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean seriously, you're going to con- – you're going to continue rolling Ben Hit- Ben Neiman and, and Anthony Hitchens <laughs> there out. You go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. They're a I young mean, just, duo. 
not yes, just, just a fun duo. They're a young yes, duo. Yes. Roll yes. the young guys out there and let them eat. Sure. And they kind of, they complement each other real nice. Cause Bolton can, you know, where the doc hold down the middle, call the defense and Willie Gay yeah. is a fantastic athlete. So he can let them run. And, and that's you know, a team that I could see doing a lot of that four, two, five stuff. You know, everybody's going to have to. Yeah, yeah it's, it, that's the trend. It, that's yeah. the trend. Mm-hmm. But man, what two better linebackers could you think of, especially young guys with Bolton and Gay? Just mm-hmm. line them up and let them roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Dynasty Trip was a good guy for that for me. Yep. He, you know what I mean? When we were talking about the Carolina D and I don't know, I guess I just had some old fashioned ways of looking at things and uh, I kind of got unstuck, I guess, mentally with uh, what Dynasty Trip told me that that night. And it's, it is the way of the future for every every single yeah. team in the league. It's just the way it's going. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, so I, we I, we cut off Woolert there when he was no, given the. No, that's okay. It's it's funny because you know when I when I started playing IDP, it was like you had a four three and you had a three four. That was like right. it, and that I mean that was you know it, there was none of the these uh, you know creative fronts, these different fronts, and these different. Now I'm really trying to when I write about it, I'm trying to just basically say hey. You've got four down linemen, and if this is this designation, and you know this guy's playing more of this alignment, playing more of the middle, you know, trying to get away from that weak side, that strong side. They're they're playing. It's more of the alignment. They're aligning on the right, or they're aligning on the left. They're aligning over the tackle, or they're aligning over this guy or the tight end. So it's it's really changed. There's not you know there's not that that it's not traditional anymore. Every it's all right. You know, all these, the, you know, it is, it's all these four, two, fives, one more DBs. It's, it is really a passing league and that's, that's the way of the defense. And there was actually, what was it? Um, There was an alignment. There was an alignment. I I was, I was, you know, I think I was writing about, I tweeted about Kenny Clark and there was an alignment that Kenny Clark had the sack on and literally at all of Green Bay's defensive line was on one side, and he had a couple of, <laughs> and he had like one guy on one side. So like the yeah. the it was like the middle of the field. I'm like, I don't even know what you call this. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I remember that. <laughs> it's almost. And I've, I've been saying that for years because offensive, like OCs, have been you know what I mean, revolutionizing the game. Mm-hmm. So now you need DCs to counter mm-hmm. that. Right. And he, it takes somebody who's going to be, you know, um, a, a groundbreaker, you know, like you got to find something to counteract this. Like Lamar Jackson is kind of the way that I sort of st- started saying to myself, like, how are you going to defend this? Right. How are you actually going to um, defend this? Are you going to put like a corner, you know yep. what I mean? Kind of a guy that can spy him that has that kind of speed that plays mm-hmm. like a, a little bit more like a linebacker. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the way the game is evolving, like we're all talking about here, it's going to put a premium in IDP leagues on true uh, linebackers. You know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then and and the other thing I find is interesting is the true position mm-hmm. argument and, and the moving towards true position in, in all these leagues. Mm-hmm. So I, I like your guys' opinion on that, actually. And I'm glad you said that, and I'm going to piggyback off of what you and Mike both said. 
it's almost like with this new age transition to this big nickel, this heavy passing league set, you know, you've got the four, two, five, uh, whatever, unless you're super set at linebacker, I mean, really heavy. I mean, you just think about it in your head. Really heavy at linebacker. You're going four up front mm-hmm. because that you winning in the trenches. Then you're going to jump to the secondary, and you're going to load up five, six defensive backs. So that four, two, five, that big nickel, Tennessee did it. The Chargers started it. Uh, Tennessee jumped all over it. I think that's a huge trend in the NFL now because it's such a pass heavy league. You got to have the defensive backs, but you mm-hmm. still want to win in the trenches. So who suffers your linebackers? So if you yep. don't have those stud linebackers and a lot of teams don't, you, you, you know, we just said it with Kansas city, Bolton and gate, the mm-hmm. four, two, five, Tennessee. I'll admit it. Four, two, five, Jay on Brown, Rashawn Evans, I think that's where you're at because you saw it last year with Bayard, Vaccaro, and Hooker as your three safeties. Um, I think that's the trend. I think I don't think Jayon Brown's guaranteed anything or Rashawn Evans. Right. And and no, I'm just I used saying, to be a big Rashawn Evans fan, but I mean, me Monty too, Rice, I just think that's, that's a, why a they drafted him. Seeing Undersized this, linebacker, right. but you know what I mean? You can go sideline to sideline. And even Cleveland, we talked about it. Cleveland, you know, mm -hmm. with John Johnson, Grant Delpit, um, Ronnie Harrison, more of that big nickel three safety set. I think you're going to see a lot of teams load up this way. But I think that's why the work that you spoke of earlier from Woolert that I I wasn't really aware of, but that's that's a really big thing now in, in IDP. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. are your three down linebackers? Because really, you exactly. only got now you only got two of them. Exactly. It's, it's, they're they're like the, they're I compare them to running backs because like you need your guys that are going to be on the field. You know, they're Absolutely. they're kind of like your running backs, and almost like the running back. There's getting a stigma with linebacker that linebacker doesn't matter, and I'm like, I don't know. Linebacker matters. Big time. Um, Big time because they're they're the quarterback of the defense and they're right. typically you. It, it, there's some de- there's some safeties that are calling the plays. It's still very few and far between. There's only maybe two or three safeties that are actually calling the plays, but it's mostly the middle linebacker or the one linebacker that is calling the plays, and they 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 matter. And there's you got to have at this point you have to have two really good ones, it's two that can that can cover. Um, you know, they don't necessarily need to be sticky, but they got to prevent tight ends from, from blowing up and they right, got to be like able to get the running right. back out of the backfield. Right. And Mike, yep. I want to, I want to piggyback on something that I said earlier, you know, mm-hmm. I've been following a lot of what you tweet out green dot stuff. Do you see a big change or move as far as green dots Traditionally, that's your linebackers. Do you mm-hmm. see more of that as a move safety. now to safety? Yes. John you. Johnson. Yes. Do you, uh, Derwin James. Do you, uh, Kevin Byard. Do you see safeties becoming more of that green dot guy? That, that that's a that's a really good question. I don't. If it if it starts, it could start this year. But last year, I remember it was Von Bell. I think it was Chuck Clark. 
John Johnson, and I think Devin McCourty in New England. I think those were the only four safeties that 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 called the plays. Um, I don't think John Johnson is doing it in Cleveland. I think it's going to be either Anthony Walker or Jacob Phillips. So I think you lose right. one right there. Um, Derwin James, do you see him being that guy? I think it's Tranquil or Murray. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. I think yeah. I think it's Tranquil or Murray. I will say, actually, I think in in LA, I think it's probably going to be Fuller. Yeah, from what I've been reading yeah. from Rodriguez, from what Jordan Rodriguez has been tweeting, I think it's going to yeah. be Fuller that's going to call the plays. So, um, I I still think it's going to be linebacker. I still think it's going to be linebacker that that'll be the majority that that are still considered the quarterbacks. So, do you do you see that changing though going forward? Do you think more of the safeties? If they're capable, do you see more of that transition to say it wouldn't surprise it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. And I, right. I will say that it won't it wouldn't surprise me if that happens. Right. I found that very interesting watching your green dot follows. It's like, you know, I'm seeing some more safeties picking up that and maybe mm-hmm. it's a training camp thing. Maybe they're trying to find their way, they're trying to find out what they have. Um but I, you know, it hit me. I was like, you know, I could see I, this being a trend. And I think in New England, I think the only reason why because it was a veteran McCourty guy, got right? it because Hightower was out. Hightower right. typically right. called Hightower the place was out. Was... McCourty's the veteran guy. Yeah, makes sense. Right. Yep. Yep. But you know, you kind of go back to <sighs> Cleveland. Let, let, let's say Cleveland. You know, I know mm-hmm. Anthony Walker's there, but. You know, John Johnson, Ronnie Harrison. Do you see if you're stronger at safety? Do you see some of these teams like Tennessee last year? They lost Jayon Brown. Yep. They only had Rashawn Evans, Vaccaro, Hooker, Byard. Do you see teams like that that maybe? Yeah, especially. I, 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 I mean, hate to if, say if suffers an injury, but do you see teams that maybe are? stronger safety wise than they are linebacker that becoming a thing. Yeah, especially if they're if if a team is rotating a linebacker a lot. Like like in like in Cincinnati, I think that's a really good example. There has there's not really a true there hasn't really been a true three down linebacker in Cincinnati. So that's why Von Bell probably had it. He right. was on the field every single play. Right, right. So I think that's why the Rams they didn't have like a true every down linebacker. So right. I think that's why they're going safety. So I think if teams have a true guy that's not leaving the field then yeah, then it's still going to be the linebacker. But if they're, but if you're in a situation to where, like, if you're in Kansas City, I, they were, I know Hitchens was getting it, but then Nemo was getting it. They, they were yeah. kind of all over the place. But if you have got a true three down linebacker, I still think he's going to get it. But yeah, if there's not like a true three down guy, it's going to probably be the safety. Right, and you spoke of Kansas City, and I'm sorry to cut everybody off, but my brain's running right now. Mike's got me on a roll. Kansas City, <laughs> you you got. Let's face it, shitty ass linebackers. Mm-hmm. Why would you not let a Tyron Matthew, mm-hmm. a Daniel Sorensen? Why would you not let one of those guys wear the dot? Why would yeah. you go with a Hitchens or Neiman or whoever? I mean, because they're trash. Let your yeah. safeties. You know they're out there. They're studs. Why would you mm-hmm. not let them call that? Well, yeah. one thing I think that you're discounting is is how smart somebody is. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah. you we don't we don't see that. 
we, sure. we can sit here and say this guy is not as good as that guy or whatever from the talent evaluation standpoint, but we have no idea exactly how smart somebody is behind the scenes. Yep. You got to be smart enough okay. to handle then those duties. Why would you not? I don't want to say they're dumb. I, and I get you, dude. I'm, I'm on the same plane with you. Why would you not let Willie Gay wear the dot? You know he's a rookie. You know he's got learning curves. You know he's got issues. Let he had a steep. Learn. I think he had a steep learning curve, though. He was rocking with Mississippi State. If you're planning for him as your future linebacker, especially now next to Bolton, yeah, but you can't afford mistakes. You can't, you can't overload him. And you, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, you know they're a Super Bowl contender. You can't overload a rookie. Yeah, and Jesus, Christ. Right, I'm not sitting here saying he's stupid because I have no idea. No, I, didn't no, say I don't either. You, I don't if either. You ran, if you ran a team, you know who can handle it and who yeah. can't. And there's mm-hmm. a mental capacity involved. See, that's my point. If you're not willing to trust Gay as a rookie, why would you not let Tyron Matthews, the Honey Badger, why would you not let Daniel Sorensen? Because Hitchens and whoever at linebacker. I'm telling you, if you were running the team, you would make the exact same decision that they made mm-hmm. because you would see everything. Yep. You would know who could handle what. You would know mm-hmm. who was mentally capable of handling the job. Mm-hmm. Honey Badger, so, so if Honey me, Badger was me, best for the job, they would have I'm not arguing, but what you guys are telling me that is Neiman and freaking Hitchens, because they're veterans, they've been around for freaking ever, regardless that they're trash, what they do. Yeah, that's exactly it. Their knowledge is, is valuable. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. If Neiman knows, okay, I know this play. I know with the personnel that we have, I know at this play, this guy's going to go here. He's going to, I'm going to put him in the this best position to make a play, exactly. stop and the I'm play. So that's that, what yeah. I'm asking Absolutely. questions that people are asking me. So with that said, yeah, well, he, yeah that's, why that's would it. you not go? They're the quarterback of the defense, like Wooler said earlier. I get it. We yeah. will stay with Kansas City. You got to know everything. I know we're picking on Kansas City. Yeah, but there's if you no know way you can have Hitchens a rookie. And no. uh, Neiman is trash. Why would you not put Gay in there and say, okay, because he's a Badger. rookie? I know, but why would you not say, Honey Badger, Sorensen, we're going to put the young guy in there. We're going to let him grow. I need you to help. I need you to be that guy knowledgeable. Because Maybe they don't want that coaching. responsibility either. I know then when I, I used to play football. If, I, we, if somebody's telling me I don't no, want that responsibility, get the But they're still a stud, man. They're still a stud. Still if Honey Badger just wants to go out there and play the game and not have to think too much, what are you going to do? Are you going to give him the green dot or are you going to let him run around and be a heat-seeking missile and do what he does? You're gonna let him fucking smoke meth and and do whatever he wants. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> if I'm trying to and, get my and young he, guys and, ready and he's not willing to help me get my young guys ready, he doesn't have to be. Me. He's still got. He's a, still a ve- very valuable chess piece. I get that. In, in get the overall that, game, and you see, let him do what's best for him, and you let him be him see, by see, reducing his responsibility. Line, line. I don't. I didn't want any of that when I played. I know, yeah, but you guys I go think, ahead. Let, let me just roam around here and and take people's heads off over the middle and intercept balls. That's my job. I think I don't need to know what every single guy on the field is doing from mm-hmm. D tackles to DNs to linebackers yeah, to corners. That's the, yeah. I'm in a cover three it. or I'm in a cover one. You know what I mean? Let me but go play I, some ball. I'm, the, I'm okay, an athlete. Okay, okay. If I'm the honey badger, 
And I know that God, you're stuck on the honey badger. And and Neiman are freaking trash linebackers. And I've got Willie Gay here who who needs some help. Don't matter if they're trash. They know what they're doing. They know what to do. They there's know more to value to, There's more yeah. value to somebody than just their physical attributes, game. man. Mm-hmm. Gay's going to get you further than I, where these two are Man, some of you. the best guys, some of the best players I ever played with were the smartest guys. They were small. They weren't that fast. You know what I mean? Athletically, I they're, they, they ain't dunking like me. They ain't doing any of that stuff. But – if I'm going to trust somebody to get us set up and lined up right, I'm going to trust them over me. These are the guys that are, you know what I mean, with business degrees and, and with a computer science uh, minor, you know, like I want them calling the D. See, just because just because just because uh, Honey Badger is a better player doesn't mean yeah. he's a better leader, doesn't mean he's a better quarterback of the defense. I saw actually, you know, we saw that in Green Bay last year when Kirksey went down and all that. They didn't just slap the dot on Chris Barnes right away. They gave it the first guy was Ty Summers because he's one mm-hmm. of the smartest guys on the team. He wow. can get everybody set. Granted, he's not great in coverage, but he's a smart dude. He's solid against the run. And he for the time being, he could get everybody where they needed to be. They didn't just slap it right on Barnes and be like, here you go, figure it out. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like like you like you guys had said, you know, it the knowledge is valuable and who are they most comfortable with getting everybody ready? might not be the most talented player, but that is a lot. You got a guy, you got a kid from Stanford or you got a kid from Miami and I'm a Miami (laughs) hurricanes fan. You know what I mean? Give that, give that shit to the kid from Stanford. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely like, you know, we're not in the building to know who they're most comfortable with getting everybody Mm -hmm. where they got to get right. Yep. But uh, it is it is an interesting question though brought up about the if you, seeing a few more of the safeties wearing the dot popping up, you know, and um, you know it. I, I'm, I'm with you, Mike. I think we're, it's going to stay more linebacker, but I wouldn't be surprised if a few more popped up. The Jordan Fuller thing makes sense, being mm-hmm. as as things sit in LA with the Rams right now, that it's a little uh, up in the air and who's who's going to be the guys. But um, and Fuller's a good player and he's going to be on the field. Smart guys. Yep. Yeah. I like Terrell Burgess. So I'm buying Burgess cheap everywhere because he's going to be in the box more. It's uh, I think Rap's going to be there too. Jordan again, yeah. To go back to her, but she's like he made he, yeah. she's like he made a play and it just popped, and they're they're sliding him down to the box too. I think they're going to use Burgess as kind of like, um, God, I don't I'm I'm not going to use the term. They're going to move him. Or, I think they're going to move him around. I think the, he could be kind of that slot guy. He could be that, that like star role? safety that will replace Troy Hill yeah. that could play in the slot that can play in the box that can play free. So I, that's kind of how I envision him. but yeah, Burgess, I think I like is, a, is a good player, but yeah, that's kind of how I, yeah, great skill exactly. set. Great yeah. Cause they, they have that, they call it the star role there. Cause Joe Barry's yep. got it in green Bay too. So you think he, he might be seeing time there Burgess. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think so. What do you think? Yeah. It's kind of what he's, I was thinking. He's too. balling out in camp is what yeah. I'm hearing. Good player, man. That Utah defense just puts out talent, man, out of college, those guys. Yeah, Taylor like Rapp, my issue with him is um, injuries. You know, yeah. once once I put that label on somebody, <laughs> I'm all over whoever else there is. You know what I mean? I am too, and, but... and that's – and, I mean, Burgess got hurt too, though. So, I, you know, I guess I'm kind of a hypocrite that way. But if I'm <laughs> – and, and then you got to – but you got to go with the value too, right? Burgess yeah, yep. is dirt cheap. 
I'm no, buying him up everywhere. Yeah. Like he's not my safety one, two, three. He, but you know, at after around five, yeah. I'm all over that, and he's dirt cheap. And like Mike said, he's going to be used all over. So he's going to get opportunities to make plays in the slot, in the box. The I mean, he's going to be everywhere. So the skill set is is nice, and you know the the usage will be nice too to, right. to pair with it. So yeah, Mike, I like that. Any any other camp battles you're watching closely that's that's got your eye that you're intrigued with that you're thinking who maybe is it him maybe is it this guy is there anybody like that that you're watching closely right now um other than that i'm kind of hoping um i've gone i wouldn't say all in but i've i've got kyle duggar ranked pretty high so i'm kind of hoping you're my dog i'm I'm kind of hoping he he kind of shows out a little bit in camp. That's kind of, you know, I'm putting a lot of, putting a lot of faith in him. So uh, I, I'm kind of hoping for, for big God. things out of Duggar. See, I'm loving Duggar. I think I his Duggar. returnability on special teams. I think that makes him a huge factor. Um, I, I just love this kid. I've got him stashed everywhere. I don't know if it's my Miami Dolphins fan bias, but I, <laughs> I refuse to buy any New England Patriot. Like I just think that all their ceilings are capped by. I, I think so too. By, I think so too. But they Bill, are just something Jeff, about them. Like, could be special. Yeah. Like, are you ever going to draft teams. a New England running back? Seriously? Like, I love Damian Harris. You won't find a bigger talent evaluator that you know. I love him. But am I ever going to take him in a league? No. And I feel the same way about all their defensive guys, man. They could be absolute great football players, Mm -hmm. but they're capped. They're not going to get – Bill Belichick isn't about that. I kind of get it, though, because Chung Chung is done. McCourty is – let's face it. That's fine. Days are numbered with McCourty. So I think with (laughs) – with Duggar and his special teams stuff makes him so valuable. Now I do know they have oh God help in me. real life. I dude don't disagree. From, the dude that come from Chargers help me. Adrian Phillips. Phillips Adrian yeah. Phillips. Adrian yeah. Phillips absolutely played his ass off for them last year. He plays last year. What did he what did he do for you in ID? He was he, he was actually oh, he a good. Was, he was, he was a, a top ten. Of, he was a top ten. He was a top ten DB last year. Yes, he was. What um, but, and points per game, or like, both. did he miss some time or something, or oh, overall I points? So. I yeah, think he played he was, Um, hold on. I guess I it depends on the scoring system. Yeah, too. I guess it depends. But I want to say in some of my he had hundred tackles, I believe. He was both overall and average. He was a because I was high on him coming me. into last year, and maybe I just fell off. You know what I mean? Paying attention to that individual. In my in my league, yeah, he he was he was a he was DB ten in one of my scoring systems, average around thirteen points a game. That's interesting. Um, I'll take that. Yeah, he. But I think, I, but last that, year, but I think it was an anomaly because everybody opted out. So I think he yeah. like. Right. Had to play. He had 105 yeah. tackles. Right. So couple I think of picks. you're getting high tower back. Kyle think, was right. Uh, you know, I Once think again. Duggar's to play here. <laughs> oh my God! Don't you do it, Moosehead. 
I will never invite you back again. And Kyle, you're fired. It's me and Mike Wallace show from here on out. That's how this it's, is rolling. It's been fun. Yeah, it should be, asshole. Oh my god. See what I have to put up with, Mike. Jesus. That's why I go solo, man. <laughs> Right. Uh, I, I just, That's I, good. I mean, I Cleveland's like, Cleveland's pretty north too. You know what I mean? Like the further north you get, kind of, I think intelligence levels increase. If I'm not mistaken. Oh my God. I can't. Yeah, this. the further the further. Are you, so you're saying the further south, it kind of depreciates. Kind of. Well, yeah. Good night, folks. Just, That's the end of the show. Just, just kind of like all their fantasy. Uh, Assets they just appreciate <laughs> over time. You are so freaking fired, Kyle. This is all. I didn't even about. Say oh my god. Yeah. Your yeah, ass Kyle. What? Dude just keeps throwing jabs, and you keep firing me <laughs> because this is your fault. I can't. I can't fire smooth all jazz because right. he's smooth jazz. Well, no, yeah. All yeah. right, I'll take it. I'll take I it. I understand the nickname. I got to say, I understand the nickname okay. after spending some time with him. I can literally it. go to sleep listening to Smooth Jazz talking to podcast. Anything he wants to talk about. Um, what else do you oh, want to talk man. about, Wally? Yeah, we're we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have to like timestamp for Andrew where we answered his question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. We are. Um, anything else that you guys want to talk about? Rookie drafts? training camps, uh, fantasy drafts that you're doing, um, anything like that that you pops out at you? Not you, Kyle. No, I got tons. I could talk about it all day. I, but I Mention mean, something. Bring it up. That's what we're here for. Well, I got one thing that I'm going to bring up after tomorrow. After that tomorrow. we discussed uh we discussed We're tonight like three days ahead here after tomorrow this is like the yeah. day after tomorrow Hell, after after waivers after Damn. after waivers hit tomorrow i'm i'm gonna talk about somebody See, it's always an end game with, with <laughs> he's always thinking three steps ahead he's like well i can tell you all kinds of shit but i'm gonna wait three days <laughs> I can't talk about anything college fantasy football related see, until uh see august august 30th Okay, okay, but but if you want some help on the Debbie grind, I think I'm your guy, man. I'm I'm just destroying a guy named Doc. Uh, you know Doc, just <laughs> destroying do him. And, and I have yeah. chop on with me, and I'm just gonna in case say he's listening here. Floppy, and I know Kyle and Mike is like, what the hell's going on here? Floppy greater than choppy all day long. <laughs> uh, I, I have a pet rabbit, and uh, Hollywood has. Affectionately I have a, named I have him a floppy. pet friend named Choppy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, shit. That tickled me. Oh, hell. Uh, let's get to our listener question before I freaking forget. So, Andrew, Andrew John Sharp at Andrew John Sharp on Twitter, he says, who would be your top three undervalued IDPs at each position? And he says, DL, linebacker, DB. So he's going for me. That tells me he's in a basic or general position league. Yeah, maybe like a Yahoo league. Yeah. So you know, you're not position specific. No. This is something that you should have, you know, gave us time to prep for. Kind of, you know. Yeah. This is where the notes. I kind of like putting you guys on the spot. So, (laughs) Um, 
I already, I already got a few. Yeah, fire away, Mike. Fire away. Oh, just looking at some, you know, I know ADP for IDPs is kind of rough, but um, really looking at some of the, the ADPs of some of these guys, I think Dre Greenlaw is very undervalued still. Yeah. Um, AJ Johnson is still undervalued. And, um, and I think even Bobby Okariki is, is undervalued. And I think those guys are going to take some pretty good leaps this year. So those are, those are my three at linebacker. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I know the one guy I thought of, this is a homer pick for DBs, was I, I'm taking uh, Adrian Amos um, a, lot, a lot of drafts. He seems to kind of fall. And, I mean, he's going to get you 80 tackles. He, he plays a good amount of snaps in the box. He's, he's just a solid guy. He's not like the sexy pick at safety or DB. But uh, mm-hmm. he's a guy I take quite a bit, and I think in, in redraft too. I've been taking some uh, as far as defensive line. Um, I kind of like Carlos Dunlap in Seattle for redraft, mm-hmm. just because I think he still has a little bit of juice left for a guy being you know thirty two ish. And last year, he, I think he had like five sacks in his you know what eight games or whatever with Seattle. I'm not sure how many it was, but um, mm-hmm. they they need some help. Definitely on played team. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he wanted out. He wanted yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. It's like he wanted out, and then he got to Seattle, and he just he played a lot better. And that D line needed some help. Gosh, and uh, him and Kerry Hyder will bring a little juice to there. Hopefully, Daryl Taylor will come back. But Dunlop's a guy in redraft that can go. You can get real late. And I think he's got. I think he still got some more left. Yep. Gage, I'll go with some contrarian. Well, I know uh, Kyle's going to agree with my Chris Burns. Oh yeah, all day and <laughs> all day. <laughs> Give me I'm a, yeah, I'm a, uh, a Baron Browning fan. Uh, I think as a rookie, you know, you could do a lot worse. I think he has superstar potential, but, you know, there are some, like I've mentioned this previously, you know, processing and reading keys. And, you know, if you can kind of just let him kind of just like, like we were talking earlier, like I was talking about earlier with Honey Badger, just kind of play the game. You know, and just uh, he's not going to wear the green dot. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. You just want him just flow into the ball, and I think let him run downhill. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think he's got like superstar potential as far as rushing the quarterback from the linebacker position. I think that that guy could be special. And then I'll I'll just say this one, which I, I pretty well guarantee everybody will disagree with: Cole Holcomb. I like me some Cole Holcomb. And then uh, I probably need a break to look at some of my other teams here while you guys uh, chatter on about something else. Right. So, so I, I'm gonna pull a Kyle here. I'm gonna go a homer pick. Um, <laughs> You're allowed to, buddy. I'm allowed to. Um, <laughs> despite the opportunity and the role, I see a lot of people still kind of sleeping on him. But a Monty Hooker for the Tennessee Titans at safety. I'm telling you, the value's huh. there. Sign him up. If you look at what Kenny Vaccaro did, Hooker is a corner that's transformed to safety, and he's excelled at it. Playing next to Kevin Byard because, again, what did we say, dudes? There's a handful of safeties, four or five free safeties that are impact players. When you're lining up against Tennessee, you're going to stay away from Byard. He's the ball hawk playmaker of that defense in the secondary. So you're going to stay away from him. I really think that Hooker is going to step up and be huge, uh, going to be a huge fantasy asset. 
Um, linebacker, I, I could go a number of ways, but I really like Nick Bolton. I know as a rookie that's kind of stretching it, but I like him playing with Willie Gay with that front four, with that secondary that they have. Um, and then uh, I also like Micah Parsons because he's a wild card. I think they're oh, you do, like do you? Why don't you take I another layup? Hey, <laughs> hey, I'll take those layups. All day. you give me ten layups a game, I'll take them. I'll take ten layups over one three point shot all day. You know, because we don't know what they're doing with Jalen Smith. We don't know what they're doing with LVE. They're going to use him in a role that's going to be edge rusher linebacker, middle, they're going to use him everywhere. He's the one of one, 101 of IDP rookie draft right now. Um, so that's some guys that I'm targeting um, right now. Who you got, dude? Um, oh, he's, well, writing, he's writing in Canadian. I can't <laughs> even speak Canadian. Well, I, I traded for this guy <laughs> from you, and it's from Tennessee which you kind of got me on it with what you were talking about, is uh, in corner, heavy scoring leagues. I like Janoris Jenkins this year. Yes, Jackrabbit. Yeah, just based on the history of the cornerback position in Tennessee, you know, like Logan Ryan went off. uh, Malcolm Bowen. Yes, that's who it was. Exactly. So I'm buying up some Janoris Jenkins real cheap. You know um, I am too because they're probably going to roll out if all things are good. They're going to roll out Janoris Jenkins. They're going to roll out Caleb Farley, and they're going to roll out Christian Fulton. I'm yep. all in on some Jackrabbit Janoris Jenkins. Yes. And uh, me and Kyle both love this guy, Justin Sternad. I'm not yes. sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but Kyle, Kyle you suck, Moosehead. <laughs> I believe you. I was big on uh, big on him coming out. He tore oh, his bicep him. trying to tackle uh, Cam Akers, and uh, mm-hmm. he's going to the... get some. He's he's going to have a chance over the next week and a half because yeah, uh, Jewel is hurt. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josie Jewel and Josie Jewel's limited. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like being with too. Now was... we're going to get into like some guys that like I'm taking risks here. I'm not taking layups like Hollywood. So, hey, I'll dunk on your ass all day, baby. Randy Gregory is a guy that uh, hey, I've always loved. Be proud of you talking about a corn husker now. Come on, <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> uh, I already mentioned Trail Burgess and uh, another safety. I mean, we're talking deep here. Like, you're not doing this in Yahoo leagues, or you know, uh, this is way down the line. But Lamarcus Joyner. Ooh, like uh, for the Jets, uh, I mean, they paid the man, and uh, I'm not really sure what they're going to do with, you know, like who's going to be playing from depth. Because I've always kind of thought of um, the kid out of Cal, Ashton, Ashton Davis, as more of a free safety. Do and they, uh, do they go more of that four-two-five, and do the uh, Marcus May, Ashton Davis, Lamarcus mm-hmm. Joyner? Well, I think they have to in a way, but I also I just kind of I'm a little I have Ashton Davis shares and oh, I but I I mean and I love the guy as as a player, but I just see him more as a deep safety than somebody who's in the box. Even though he's he's a tough kid, man, but he's mm-hmm. and he's wiry 
and he's just kind of slight, you know. And so I think, you know, they brought LaMarcus Joyner in there and they paid the man. So I'm going to take a shot on him. And, and this is like probably the last guy on my roster. You know what I mean? This this is what I'm talking about. The, this That kind of shot. And uh, a guy from last year that I loved his tape. And you guys were talking about the Cincinnati Bengals situation earlier. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to blow up, but I definitely like some things that I saw on tape from Jermaine Pratt and uh, at NC State. So he's another guy. Like I'm talking. See, I'm going to disagree with you. I think if you're looking deep. at Cincinnati, Logan. You like Wilson. Logan Wilson? Logan yeah. Wilson. Yes, sir. That's that's fine. I, I get that. I'm, I'm not. I, I mean, I get the Jermaine Pratt stuff, but Logan Wilson's where it's at. I know they have a keen Davis Gaither on the other side, but I'm taking like you know long shots here. Right, I'm not. Take, I'm, I'm not. I'm not giving you stuff that everybody already knows. Right. Pitching's on the yeah. spot right now. Pratt has a chance to. He. This is like a make it or break it year for Pratt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. On the spot. Round the horn. Defensive rookie of the year, Kyle. Um. I said Jalen Phillips to start with, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Jalen Phillips, I guess. Mike. Uh I think Zaven Collins is gonna get it. Dude. Well, I mean, I'm gonna take chalk, I'm gonna take Micah Parsons, but I'm also uh with a guy that I like and that uh actually our buddy uh fantasy trip uh mentioned uh, after me, I should say. <laughs> Caleb Farley. Uh, I like I like the chances of a, a corner winning it. So Caleb Farley or um, the kid from South Carolina, uh, North Carolina, JC Horn, JC Horn. Horn. Yeah, man, I think those did, are good bets. Did he yeah. not fall into a freaking gold mine of a position? The only thing with yeah. with the only thing with corners is, man, you, everybody loves sacks. And everybody likes the big guys up front. I don't. Yeah. I think Woodson was the last cornerback to win defensive rookie of the year. Has it been that long? I think it, I, think I researched it, and it happened oh, yeah. more more than uh, more than you think. Is is why I thought about that, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't think. I think Charles. I think Woodson was the last corner. That sounds right. I don't know to win defensive rookie of the year. It's mostly like the linebackers are the guys that are getting the sacks. Yeah. Okay, so now let's put you on the spot but, again. Defensive think, player of the year. Kyle. Defensive player of the year? Yeah, defensive player of the year. Kyle. Um, Micah One. Parsons. No. Really? Oh, you're talking NFL? Or Overall. NFL. Overall, yeah. We already did. Um, I'm going to go with, you know what, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to TJ Watt. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a good pick. Um, I think uh, I think Garrett gets it this year. I like that. <laughs> I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear your pick first because okay. I, okay. I really. I'm with you. Okay, and I'm with Mike a little bit. It's going to be Miles Garrett, or it's going to be. Daniel Hunter. Those two are just so much better than everybody else at the position. 
And from everything that I'm hearing coming out of Minnesota, Hunter has looked better than he ever has. If that's the case, hands down. It, it's him or Garrett, hands down. Now, you know, if, if that's bullshit, you know, you know, you hear camp talking, whatever. But if that's bullshit, then I, th I think Garrett's the front runner. Um, I like Chase Young a lot, but uh, I think it's Hunter or Garrett for me. Uh, I'll take Devin White. Mm. Roquan Smith would be another guy I might take. Wow. But wow. now are we talking like IDP or are we talking – the oh, NFL. I, like, I thought you were talking NFL. Me too. Uh, yeah. NFL. That's where I'm at. NFL. I'll still take those guys. I don't know why. See, and that's amazing I mean, to me that there's four of us, and we probably mentioned what, Brian Burns would be another guy that I would love four to, to take. six names, and I never heard Aaron Donald come up. I Ooh. love Aaron Donald. I just I love Aaron Donald. I love Aaron Donald. I I'm just you know. Uh, I don't think there's enough around him to be NFL Defensive Player of the Year, though. And I wrote he's almost, too. you know what? It's funny. He's almost like LeBron James. Like everybody knows <laughs> yes. LeBron James is an yes. MVP. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking very, at it from like these, like yeah. these, like if really you're looking at it from like the literal definition, and you're you're excluding stats, and you're you're. If you're looking at literal definition of most valuable player, there's no way you can not have LeBron James win it every year. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably the, and I think that's what's Aaron Donald's case. There's, I mean, he's breaking off triple teams. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> dude is just. I will say the one knock against Donald is that they lost in Damakansu. Mm -hmm. He's so underrated. I know he doesn't get the numbers, but he opened up so much for Donald. And I wrote a piece on this a couple of years ago. Aaron Donald, when he hit 20 sack plateau, that was your time to sell fantasy wise because mm -hmm. you will never, ever, ever get more for him than you would at that point. Ever. It's just curious because yeah. I, I hear a lot of Donald talk. That's why I brought this up, and nobody brought him up. We probably mentioned between the four of us six to eight players, and none of us said Donald. That's I'm always going to go against the grain, though. Like, I'm a contrarian. I know I get that, but, I mean, out of the four of us, I thought somebody would have said Donald. Yeah, I mean, it's the obvious pick, but that's that's – I don't want to ever take that pick. You know what I mean? I don't, you don't get credit for taking the obvious choice, in my yeah. opinion. I, I yeah, always I, try to you. go – I always I try to you. swing for the fences with something, you know. Right. I'll give you a hot take here. We've seen the best of Donald. It, it's trending down. If you've not traded him and, and capitalized on that value, you're never going to get what you could have got. Never. He's odds-on favorite every year. I get it. Yeah. He's but an odds-on favorite. Just like Woolard said, it's, though, it's, it's well he's due. LeBron James, man. Yeah. Exactly. They almost don't want to give it to him. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. I get that, but you're never – I mean, even hurt when he misses games. 
true. Even true. when LeBron's hurt and he misses games, he's yeah. he's the most valuable player because the team stinks. Yeah. <laughs> when he's not on the floor, he's hurt. When he's not exactly. Playing. Very true. It's kind of like Kyle Belfoy in the IDP Nation, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You're never gonna reach his full potential. Never ever. <laughs> nope. Never ever. Hollywood just keeps holding him down. <laughs> I see how this three on one has gone tonight. Oh. A fatal you four know, way turned into three on one handicap. I'm definitely handicapped. I'll be the fiend. Let me in. <laughs> uh, Mike, tell them where you're at, what you're doing, what you're working on, um, all the good stuff you're doing, my man. Yep. Follow me at, uh, at Mike underscore Wollert. Uh, follow all my stuff at four for four and hold on. Uh-oh. 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 Hold on. Uh-oh. Oh God. If he breaks out my fiend mask, I'm going to shit. Is this a championship belt? No, 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 no. Oh, uh, you got a magazine? Oh, this got, is good stuff. If you see, oh, yeah. you see I love these magazines. two magazines in stores. Yes. I saw the tweet this week. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, that's yes. awesome. Awesome. Your yours truly has two IDP art has an IDP article in each of those magazines. So if you My see man. these two, what, what's the name of them? Fantasy football, fantasy draft football book. draft book, and fantasy football. There's that one, and then there's just the twenty third season. Cheat sheets. Cheat sheets. Yeah. Yep. Right yep. on, man. That's cool. Yep. Awesome. Awesome, Awesome, my brother. I love so, these magazines. Yeah, I refuse to go digital. It's, <laughs> there's something, I, there's, I, I, I order, I order Phil Steele every single year, and I don't care what anyone says. I will never, ever in my life. If they stop making magazines, I'm out. Yep. There's there's you. something about seeing your name in print. You can't delete yes, it. You can't, you can't unpublish it. It's there. And also, there's there's obviously I'm I'm obviously more accountable, but it's just something seeing your name in print. That is kind awesome. of so cool, man. That's I awesome. I'm gonna yeah. go check. Congratulations. This week. That's awesome, dude. That's so awesome, Kyle. Yeah, you better. You need all the help you can get. I know. I know. <laughs> that, that's why I follow Mike. Mike's one of my favorite followers. I'm like, you know, whatever he's doing, I'm gobbling him up right now. <laughs> yes, sir. What are you doing, Kyle? Um, yeah, I guess, uh, right, right now I'm just getting ready for the season. Um, you know, we had football tonight, which was awesome. And we got to talk a lot of football tonight, which was just as good. And if not better, that was great. It's the show was a lot of fun. Um, getting ready for the season. Uh, I'll be doing the waiver wire article for IDP guys, and you can find all my work over there at idpguys.org. And, um, you can find me getting fired here on IDP nation usually <laughs> once a week, <laughs> but, uh, but no guys, this was an absolute blast. Uh, thanks a lot, Mike, for joining us. Uh, man, this is great. And douche, the moosehead, you bet. Thanks for joining Moosehead. us, dude. Uh, always fun. This was, this was a great time, fellas. Yes. One of my favorite follows the moosehead. If you're in any league that I'm in with him, the chats are freaking on fire. <laughs> on I love them. Uh, thank you, dudes, for dropping by. You can follow me at IDP Guys. Do the combined top 700 rankings. I have a top 100 IDP Devi rankings. Um, also, all of my articles and stuff 
you know, I do this shit with Kyle, you know, drag his ass along, <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> no, Kyle, Kyle's a trooper. I, I got to give it to Kyle. I give him some shit, but damn, he takes it. Hey. And uh, <laughs> I also do the Debbie IDP grind, which I've been doing solo with my boy Chop. He started last week with my boy Dooge. I think he's going to help me out. So please check us out on that. Um, if you're, I can music, help you with Devi, but not calling Fantasy until August 30th. <laughs> okay. <laughs> until August 30th. Uh, a little side note if you love music, please check out 13 Horns. It's a podcast that me and Choppy's doing metal, alternative rock, classic rock. Check that out. Uh, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, man, so much stuff going on. It, I feel like it was real tonight with the Cowboys and Steelers on. Um, good stuff. Mike, you just say when, man. We'll have you back anytime. Kyle. Awesome. Kyle, you not so much. <laughs> oh, I got, I got that hit. I got the hit. First <laughs> <laughs> shit. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Love you guys for coming on and joining me. Uh, follow us at IDP Nation. Check us out every week. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>